Do you work out? What about hitting up the gym? Well, if so, then stick around because on today's episode of the Korean Beauty Show podcast, we're looking at what you should and shouldn't do at the gym and while working out when it comes to your skincare and makeup. Hello and welcome to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, founder of Style Story, Jelly Co., and the host of this podcast. You are in the right place if you are keen to pick up on some tips from the world of K-beauty to incorporate into your own skincare routine. If you're joining us again, then a big welcome. We are wrapping up 2021. This is going to be one of the last episodes for this year of the show, but During the Christmas holiday break over the holidays, I'm going to be resharing as well some of our old episodes that were really, really popular that I know that you guys loved listening to. So don't worry if you are used to having the show in your ears every Tuesday, we will still be dropping episodes. But over the break, I'm taking some time off. I hope you are too. So we are going to reshare some of our old episodes instead. Okay, so today's podcast is once again brought to you by Style Story. Join our mailing list to join the next round of our Product Testers Club. If you haven't already, this is a a program that we run where we basically let you guys test for free the hottest K-beauty products and share your honest opinions on them. So the sign up button for our mailing list for our newsletter list is in the show notes. Now we only take testers, product testers from our mailing list because we know that those are the people that want our updates, that like to have these kind of opportunities. So if you're not on the list, uh, get on it now if that sounds like something that you are keen to do. If you love testing new products or you'd like to try some K-Beauty products. I know in the past we've had people join our testers club who are ju- jumping into K-Beauty for the very first time and they uh, you know, don't know where to start so they want to try something out. So the brands often provide us with the products uh, so that we can provide them to you. The latest ones that our product testers are trying at the moment are actually from Benton. Benton's Let's Carrot Multi Oil is the current tester product. We've had a whole heap of different uh, products this year and in previous years as well. And we will be running our testers club in 2022 as well. So get on the list if you're not already, because that is a really fun club to take part of if you do like testing out new stuff. Now, I'm going to jump straight into the Korean news headlines for this week. So the headline was that K-beauty products are seeing a strong uptake globally. So a forecast report called the Market Data Forecast Report showed that the K-beauty market worldwide is valued at over $10 billion, but it is expected to grow to over $20 billion US dollars by 2026. So not that far away. In the next four years, it's basically going to double. And the report also suggests that the Asia Asia Pacific region, so APAC we often call it, makes up about 70% of the total K-beauty market share. So a lot of money, I guess, being poured into the K-beauty industry in Asia. Uh, But those figures are pretty outstanding. 20 billion by 2026. Uh, This is a big industry. If you, you know, are just getting into it and what is all the fuss about, there is a lot of money in this industry. uh, And that's why people are taking notice, basically. 
quickly. There's a lot of innovation going on here, lots of technological advances, lots of uh, research and development money being poured into things like packaging, things like investigating new ingredients uh, and, you know, all the different benefits that new ingredients have. So very interesting, uh, I guess, time to be getting into K-beauty if you are. And if not, well, it is just going to be on the up and up. So I'm, I for one, am super keen to see where the industry will be by 2026. But that was in the headlines this week. Now, question of the week, as you guys know, we take a question every week. Uh, We've been doing this for the last couple of months where basically somebody submits a question and then we answer it together on the show so that everybody can benefit I guess, from the information rather than, you know, just the one person, because sometimes there are other people out there with the same skin type, with the same question, with the same concern. So if you do have a question that you would like answered on the question of the week, don't forget to email that through to us, admin at stylestory.com.au. The question this week was, what is one thing that's really trending in K-beauty in Korea at the moment, but that isn't trending overseas? Uh, And this is such a good question. And I have noticed this for the last little while, pads. So not like sanitary pads or pads that you, you know, use at your time of the month, but pad uh, products. So you may be familiar, one of the biggest uh, pad products that took off was COSRX's original clear pad toner pads, something along those those lines. They've changed the name a few times, but original clear pads, I think, is the name that they have landed on. So the, the that that is actually a really, really popular product. However, you would be staggered to see how many variations there are of that kind of thing in Korea at the moment. It truly blows my mind. There are literally, if you walk into some of the offline stores, entire shelves with like, I don't know, maybe four or five levels on them just devoted to pad type products, exfoliating pads, ample pads, toner pads, calming pads, hydration pads. Koreans are going absolutely crazy for pad products at the moment. Uh, And if you have a look at some of the online rating sites in Korea, pad products are always up there in the bestsellers lists as well. Now, why are they not as popular overseas? That's another really interesting question. And this is just my guess. I'm not quite sure. I think the reason is because they're not that environmentally friendly. Uh, And potentially another reason is that in recent years, I feel like Western beauty in particular has really moved away from manual exfoliant type products and potentially people see pads as falling into that category. Uh, And, you know, people are really preferring the chemical exfoliants at the moment. So that would just be two rough guesses of mine. I think, you know, obviously because they come in a plastic thing and there's all these different pads in them, 120 or whatnot, like they cannot be uh, flushed down the toilet, obviously. So I think they're not as environmentally friendly. Uh, But then also, I guess, just as a category, people do it other ways, I think. Uh, Makeup wipes tend to still be quite popular overseas. So maybe I'm not on the mark with that one, but that is my guess. But pads definitely are a category that is just going nuts in Korea, but does not seem to have translated as well. Uh, So yeah, if you do have a question that you would like answered on the show, please let us know because I love answering your questions with you. 
All right, so on to working out, going to the gym and looking at some things that we probably should and shouldn't be doing. So look, I think the really obvious one that most people already know about is wearing makeup when you are at the gym. So obviously it's a no-no, but you might not be quite sure why. So at its most basic, makeup forms a barrier on your skin, and that is kind of why we're wearing it, right? We're trying to even out our complexion, uh, make our pores less visible. But when it comes to working out, your makeup can actually mix with the oil and, of course, your perspiration, your sweat, and this can contribute to congestion in the pores. They can get blocked, uh, and then they're not able to release sweat in the same way. And that kind of uh, skin that is in this kind of situation, it can easily lead to breakouts and then uneven and bumpy skin. So look, particularly going into summer, the Southern Hemisphere is going into summer right now. It is already summer. It's December. So if you're working out outdoors, makeup in summer outdoors is an even worse idea. And that's because in summer, our pores are already widened thanks to the humidity. So they look bigger than they are because they're oilier. And so any ingredients that are in your makeup can make it directly into your skin, obviously. Now, this might not be such a big problem if you're wearing like a Korean BB cream formula that has uh, more of a skincare type formula than a makeup formula, but most people don't check that kind of thing. So as a general rule, I would say it is best to work out with a clean face, just a light lotion applied over the top, and of course, sunscreen, which we'll get into that. But I think that's definitely the better way to do it. Now, a couple of other quick and easy tips that I can give you for working out. If you are working out in a gym kind of setting, uh, particularly with equipment, don't remember not to touch your face because obviously anything that is on the workout equipment, bacteria from other people and whatnot, if you're putting that all over your face by rubbing your face, touching your face while you're working out, that can also affect your skin. Now, at the moment, a lot of people are going crazy with the hand sanitizer obviously because we are still in the middle of a pandemic but in general bacteria from workout equipment is just no bueno not great so try and avoid wherever possible touching your face when you're working out the other thing you'll see a lot of people do is wipe their sweat away with their clothes now I would not recommend doing this for a whole lot of other uh, for a whole host of reasons but off the top of my head just a couple include that you know the fibers and what you're washing them with uh, can be more harsh than what we should be using on our face. If you've already got sweat and whatnot in your clothes and then you're rubbing that, that's also not great. I would suggest bringing along your own soft towel, uh, something that you can wipe away sweat with that is really, really non-abrasive and that, you know, has been washed with something that is sensitive enough to go on your face. That would be my, uh, my suggestion in terms of how to get rid of sweat while you're working out on the go. Now, after the ad break, I'm going to run through a couple of other little tips and tricks to look out for as well. But let's take a quick break and go and check out the new releases on the Style Story website. 
Okay, so you will have heard me talking a few months ago about one thing, uh, and we released uh, a whole bunch of their products on the website, and we have extras. So one thing's propolis and honey extract is a new launch, 150 mils. It is basically an antioxidant-rich toner, essence, uh, and it has a whole host of great benefits, brightening, moisturizing, soothing. It nourishes and calms and hydrates the skin. It's also got hyaluronic acid in it. Uh, as you will notice with a lot of the other One Thing products, this is uh, quite a lighter texture than uh, a lot of the other Korean toners on the market. So it can be used as a toner or it can be used mixed in with your other skincare products as well. Uh, another one that has just launched is Neogen's White Truffle Serum in Oil Drop. And this is a really interesting product. It basically combines the hydrating effects of an oil with the moisturizing effects of an ampoule. So it's also got truffle added, white truffle, which you will know uh, D'Alba Piedemont is the brand that has really popularized white truffle. But Neogen has taken the leaf out of their book and included it in this serum in oil formula. And it is perfect for people that have a weakened skin barrier or that are looking to protect their skin from environmental damage. So you will find those two new products on stylestory.com.au now. Okay, so back to take a look at a couple of tips and tricks for working out. Now, I did touch on this briefly, but sunscreen, if you are working out outdoors, you do need to wear sunscreen and just look for a good one. You are going to be, you know, particularly if you're working out in summer, exposed to things like UVA and UVB, and they are prime candidates for premature aging and loss of elasticity. So my tip would be put your sunscreen on about half an hour before you work out. And then if you are outside, you know, working out, maybe you're hiking or swimming or something like that, then take care to reapply every two hours. Uh, particularly if you're sweating a lot, that is really important to remember that it doesn't last forever. You will need to apply it to get uh, the same benefits. So try and find a formula that is not too difficult to, you know, reapply when you're on the go. Now, another thing I mentioned was towels. So this can be a little bit surprising to people, you know, uh, if they're thinking about things at the gym that can contribute to their breakouts, you might not immediately think of towels. But the thing is, because they're laundered in bulk, if you're using gym towels, they are often going to be washed in commercial strength chemicals, and they can just be a little bit harsher than the kinds of things that we would use at home. So I would just say wherever you can, avoid wiping your face with those kind of towels, avoid touching your face while you're working out, as I mentioned. Uh, And, you know, if you do need to use a towel while you're working out, then try and bring your own one from home. That would be my suggestion. There's just a whole lot of things that can be transferred from the towels to your face if you're using them like that. The other big one is hydration. I think most people know the importance of staying hydrated while you're working out. Otherwise, you can experience dehydration, dry mouth, uh, and that can transfer to your skin as well. Your skin can get dehydrated if you're not hydrated enough. Now, another thing that is unfortunately a little bit unavoidable at the moment is the COVID face masks. Obviously, they are terrible for the skin while you're working out, but they are a little bit of a necessary evil uh, in many countries at the moment. I know here in Korea, uh, we have a whole lot of restrictions around working out 
gyms and things like that. Um, even at one stage, I'm not sure if they're still doing this, but at one stage they had a restriction on how many beats per minute the music could be played, which I think people were very, very skeptical of whether that would actually do anything. But basically, if we are in a gym scenario working out in a public place, then we have to wear masks. So I am not I'm not so much of a gym junkie. I kind of stopped going to the gym once uh, COVID broke out just because it was so uncertain whether it would be opened on a particular day or not. So I have uh, just taken up working out at home when I'm doing my home workouts so I can get away from wearing a face mask. And then when I do other activities that I like, like uh, figure skating, that is, you know, at least thankfully we are in the cold, we're in a cold ice rink. So it's not like you're sweating, but we have to wear the face masks. That's just unfortunately unavoidable. Uh, So if you fall into the same category as well, there's just not much that you can do about that but know that they are not great for your skin so if you are experiencing flare-out flare-ups reactions or things like that because of the mask uh, you're definitely not alone I am finding the same when I get off the ice at the rink after uh, you know a session uh, it's just not great I can feel my lips are just so dehydrated because as I'm you know perspiring and breathing I'm all of that condensation is in the mask which is then being trapped on my skin So make sure that you've got like a really good lip balm or lip cream or something like that that you can wear and just go as light as possible with the makeup and, you know, load up on really hydrating ingredients if you do have to wear your face mask when you are working out. That's as basically as good as you can get. If it's a requirement where you're living, there's not much to be done around it. So I guess in general, the key things to take away are avoid wearing makeup in general when you're going to the gym, but rather than going completely barefaced, you can apply a light lotion to help with hydration and, of course, your sunscreen, particularly if you are working out outdoors. So they're just a couple of little tips and tricks. I hope that some of them are useful. I hope that some of them are maybe new to you if you didn't know them already. Uh, And if you are after Christmas gifts, last minute Christmas gifts, I just thought I'd mention that we have a couple of Christmas gift sets and travel minis on the Style Story website at the moment. Things that are perfect either for giving to someone, maybe secret Santa, little stocking fillers. If you have left your Christmas gift giving to the last minute, then definitely come and check out stylestory.com.au. We have a couple of little options that you might like uh, for a range of different budgets as well. So I will leave it there for this week and I'm going to be back next week with a very, very hotly requested topic, which is all about Korean sunscreens. So do make sure that you tune back in next week if that's something that you have been interested to hear about. All right, I'll leave it there. And in the meantime, I will see you on Style Story. Bye.